This is Witch. I'm your host, Crystal Kennedy, and together we'll explore the world of magic, the mysteries of the universe, spirituality, and so much more. The word witch for me has always stood for woman in total control of herself. Well, I'm far from having total control over myself, but I strive to learn more every day and share my findings here with you. I invite you fellow seekers to grab a broomstick or your favorite witch's brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Witch. What's up, witches? It's your girl, Crystal, here. Happy Witchy Wednesday, and welcome to this month's bonus episode of Witch. That's right, Danny and I are back giving you the skinny on what the stars have in store for us in May. We definitely have some twists and turns coming up this month, babes. We got some really strong influences of Gemini coming in and presenting us with some really beautiful opportunities to be creative and fall in love and all of the beautiful things. But it also has some challenges, so we got a little bit of both, very Gemini of us this month. Also, we have everything you need to know going into this retrograde in Gemini happening at the end of this month. Yes, Mercury is going back into retrograde, so hold on to your hats. (laughs) We are also talking about the best days to do some witchy rituals and so much more. Really is an amazing episode, so I'm really, really excited to share it with you. And if you have a moment, please head over to iTunes to rate the show five stars and leave a review. It is so, so, so appreciated and really, really helps the show keep growing and helps me put some more magic into your lives. (laughs) All right, witches, without further ado, here is the astrological forecast for the month of May, 2021. Yes, Vogue. Here we go. We're voguing. You guys can't see it. Come on. Come on, everybody. Uh, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, welcome, everybody. (laughs) Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and people. Yes, and humans. And humans. Humans in general. This is is the May forecast. The witch. Danny. The witch May forecast with the amazing Danny Santos and the head witch in charge, Crystal Kennedy. (laughs) (laughs) She really gets my Taurus season going. She does. Taurus season has has been rocky at first. You and I were talking a little bit about that before we got on. Oh, baby. This Taurus has been put to the test. Let me tell you what. Yeah. Well, I also just want to reiterate like our little recap into Taurus season. We had that stellium in Taurus um, kind of rounding itself way through April and it's going through... the first part of May as well. So we talked last month about the energy of Aphrodite meeting Uranus or Uranus. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So that's, I like it when you say a fancy like that. Uranus. Well, that's Uranus. what that's what he was in uh, in mythology, I believe, is how they said his name. So or, I believe that more than Uranus. Yeah, <laughs> Uranus, baby. No, no way. You at But so we're we're definitely seeing that energy of chaos, instability, unpredictability. Taurus placements everywhere are screaming. We hear you, uh-huh. um, Crystal. <laughs> if you want to just she hears you. Oh, if you want to confirm for us, baby, since you're the yes. head witch in charge, Taurus. Yes, it has Taurus season. You know, she's my season, and uh, the beginning of of this has been a challenge to say the least. It has the chaos of that Uranus uh, placement and the stellium in general has been very trying. Mm. <laughs> 
Um, the chaos can be lovely sometimes. It's almost like it gets your um, your it blood boiling. You yes. It gets your blood going, yeah. But it can also really test you and uh, <laughs> come with some inconveniences and like plans that just overlap for no reason. And oh, it's been a challenge. I hear you, girl. And that Taurus, the April in general was just wild. I mean, we had Mars <laughs> crossing over the North Node. This is vaccinations going around the world. Um, yes. So we also were seeing a bit of that energy and the polarization coming out, that Gemini energy, Mars and Gemini. It's not oh, only yeah. vaccinations going out to the local communities, because Gemini is about the local community, but it's the polarization of the ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so regardless of what side of the fence you are on, ladies and gentlemen and people and humans and yeah. everyone, um, just understand that this is astrological just as much as it is personal. Absolutely. And that was really nice because I was before we got on the cast today, I asked Danny, it's like, can you remind me what the fuck is going on right now? Because I'm allowed to lose my mind. And it's not just like stress it's just also like the mental processes and uh, like i was telling him like i've not been hungry during the day and Mm. at nighttime i'm hungry and it's just been such a weird body and mind and life thing (laughs) it's like there has to be something more than just my own weird shit (laughs) yeah well and luckily may is going to relax a lot um i mean maybe not relax in the sense of like it's it's going to be a lot of gemini energy so maybe not relax but sociable outgoing re-entering the world yes so ready for that we're seeing that that stuff coming forward, and then Mercury is going to go retrograde in Gemini. So we'll talk about that as well. So enjoy the peace while you can, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Make hay while the Gemini is not in retrograde. Yeah, well, get it <laughs> yeah. while you can. exactly (laughs) so we are starting off the month um with mars and cancer it's it just entered cancer here at the end of uh april and uh, mars and cancer this is like we said last month it's doing things based on when you feel like it um Mm -hmm. mars coming through cancer is it's kind of like mars behaving like the moon so the initiative part of us is responding with our unconscious feelings our desires um how we fulfill ourselves So this is an emotional way of being and initiating with your feelings. So this is not really the most like, uh, (laughs) it's more of a lazy placement, if you will. I can get that. I can get behind that though. I feel like I need that in my life. So I'm really happy to know that's coming up astrologically too. Like I need a little bit of laziness in my life. (laughs) But the the downside to this is if we need to be energetic and and very Martian in this Aries way of being or Scorpio way of being, I mean, I have Mars and cancer in my birth chart. So the way that I, my, my um, moods and my rhythms are very slow. Yeah. It's my Venus and Aries that gives me my extroversion. But when I'm by myself, I have a hard time creating that energy. And we're going to mm. see this with Mars and Cancer. Okay. Um, it, this placement goes all the way till June 12th. So all the way through Woo! May. It, this may be a little uh, emotionally like not initiating with our with our gung-ho, but instead with our feelings. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense too, kind of as the world's opening back up. Yeah. It's more of like being being around people and the emotional nature of that, because I'm sure that's going to be. The culture shock of being back in culture. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. I think there are a lot of us that are experiencing that already where I'm like, oh my God, I'm out. I don't understand what this is. Right. Yeah. So um, we are starting with, you know, on May 1st. 
um, the moon in Capricorn opposite Mars in Cancer. So okay. when we see a placement like this, it's, it's again, we, we see this monthly, um, moon opposite Mars. So this opposition is dreamy, fertile. There's a lot of sexual tension coming in the air. It's explosive. Um, and it's in the signs regarding our home life, our domestic spaces and our career. Mm-hmm. So we're starting off that, that month, um, with, or this month with that energy of, how am I moving in my domestic space and how am I moving in my career? And um, this is almost like the husband comes home and the wife is there making him dinner and he rips her clothes off and they, they just <laughs> go at it. <laughs> so it's it's got some of that kind of energy. So this is a great one if you're planning on trying to get pregnant. Um, wonderful placement for that. Also, just really good to, if you're trying to balance your career life and your home life. This is time to a good date to just pay attention to what's going on in these spaces. Ah, I like that. Um, so that's where we're breaking off the month. Um, And then on May 3rd, we're going to see the moon and Saturn in an uh, exact conjunction to to each other, (laughs) moon and Saturn conjunction, (laughs) in Aquarius. So this will be on May 3rd with that exact conjunction happening around 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this gives us our first witchy ritual of the month. Ah, the witchy ritual. That's right, baby. So this is a time to make a deep commitment to a vision or a dream Um, because Aquarius is ruled by the star card in the tarot. So that's about the dream on the horizon, the thing that you're looking toward. So it's a good time to commit ourselves to something that we really care about. It's, it's emotional. It's the big picture. Um, Saturn's influence here. It's about discipline, commitment, wisdom. So the conjunction to the moon is asking us like, get serious, bitch. (laughs) I love that though. But it's like, it's a good time to even rededicate yourself to your path or, you know, absolutely any of that that fun stuff, create like, you know, a business plan, even with some magic involved. Yes. Candles, light some sage, carve a ruin into a candle, light that thing and start a business plan. Love this. It's a great time to initiate um, with something serious. And so whether you're doing it at that 1 PM Pacific standard time, or even a moon ritual at night, it's just a good time in general for this energy to, to come forward. Beautiful. So, Ooh, I love that. I know. So we're coming in with the witchy rituals um, pretty fast this month because then uh, on May 4th, we have an exact conjunction between the moon and Jupiter in Aquarius. So Okay, that's my birthday. So <gasps> tell me oh, all of the baby. <laughs> okay, so this is what my notes say are benevolent placement and wonderful time to manifest. So the moon is meeting uh, the wheel of fortune energy of Jupiter. So that's kind of that tarot association. It's that energy of expansion, benevolence, positivity, um, wonderful day for a birthday. I mean, this is telling us that for your solar return where the planets, when the sun meets that same part of the sky as it was when you're born, your birthday, um, that you're, you're moving into a place of expansiveness there's a the meaning of life is coming forward on this day. It's philosophy, it's spirituality, and it's Jupiterian benevolence. Oh, that's so cool! Jupiter's one of my favorite planets. Yes, too. girl, I love her. She's beautiful. Yes, and I think that this influence being on your birthday, it's just going to send you off with the, the the year itself will have a capture of this energy. 
Cool. Well, that's really lovely to hear because (laughs) it's been a long like building process. And I feel like it's just, I don't know, a lot of really cool feel things feel like they're coming. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's good though. Yay. Cause it's, you know, it's cool to know your birthday has a good placement. It'd be really shitty if there's like some weird square on that day. <laughs> oh, baby. I've seen a lot of those really intense kind of placements on people's solar returns. And it's not fun to do that kind of reading. Like I had a client, he's an Aquarius. And it was like, love and career are both sucky this year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, that yeah. happens though. Like last year on my birthday I went to see my my grandmother because that was the I knew that was going to be the last birthday I was going to be able to spend with her and it was the most painful beautiful day like it was it definitely didn't feel like a celebration but um I knew it was really important so it's going to be nice this year to like kind of do something a little lighter (laughs) yeah well and with the moon with the moon and jupiter coming together and this is not just for you this is for anybody on this day this is a wonderful day to invite spirit guides to come forward so if you're if your grandmother is one of your spirit guides because jupiter's benevolent force it's overarching it's huge it's kind of like the gates of heaven in a big way it's just expanded and warm and optimistic so um this is such a wonderful placement to have for that may 4th may the 4th be with you may the 4th be with you baby (laughs) and it will and it will oh it will The fourth be with me. (laughs) So for anybody listening, please don't forget to wish Crystal a happy birthday, whether this is um, on the exact date or it can just be anytime you're listening to the cast. But please send her some love. Without you, Crystal, this podcast would not be possible. Um, You are the heart and the the blood of everything that pumps through this. And congratulations on making a really beautiful product. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome the most amazing thing in the world. So it's, it's really, it's really my pleasure. <laughs> and you guys, we can't talk about uh, the podcast with all, without also talking about magic hour tea. Yes. Oh so. my God. <laughs> they're, the, they're amazing. And uh, this month's tea was so, so delicious to you guys. Like if you guys don't know, they do a monthly tea ritual and subscription box. And like they send you like a little bath thing or they like a little trinket or something fun to go along with it. And they, you know, have rituals for the month. It's just the best. I love them. Well, oh, yeah. It's so funny because I picked this date as the magic hour tea ritual. <laughs> the oh, really? The fourth date. That's amazing. I'm like, for my birthday, I'm actually going to order some of their products because they just re-upped a bunch of their like um teaware and stuff yes most amazing teaware and perfumes and really amazing shit like that so oh my god like she's gonna like go birthday shopping and just (laughs) as she should baby with some magic hour tea that's right you know so child's pose nothing better well so so we're probably gonna incorporate just a tea ritual monthly um just but i'm thinking as we got that sponsorship and then also um the jupiter moon conjunction that that's that wheel of fortune energy so when you drink the tea the ritual that is paired with this is to um sit and pray with the tea or even write a letter to your spirit guides or to the tea and then um infuse the tea with that intention and then drink it to receive that wheel of fortune energy love that so that's I'm gonna post that for you guys yes yeah that was really cool yeah so um but after we have that may 4th date then we have mercury moving out of taurus and into gemini 
So Mercury is moving from a very slow sign into the fastest sign of the Zodiac. And oh, yes. <laughs> that's happening from May 4th. It enters Gemini on May 4th all the way to July 11th because Mercury is doing some crazy stuff. Okay, so we got to unpack all of the Mercury. <laughs> Um, but Mercury in its home sign, uh, this really creates the energy of sociability, fun, organization. It's the local community because that's what Gemini is all about. Or Sagittarius, the opposite sign. It's about the world community. It's how we're all tied together in the big picture. <laughs> Gemini itself wants you to know every nook and cranny of where you're from or where you live. Um, it's the archetype of the messenger. It represents quick movement. It's the twins. So there's enough energy and brain power for two people. Um, with Mercury and Gemini, our communications will be swift. Social movement will be expanding and Mercury will be crossing over the North node, AKA the ecliptic point or destiny. So this exact placement is happening on May 10th. And around that time, we can expect significant advances in socialization, sociability, COVID restrictions being loosened, um, possibly the removal of masks in society or just things relaxing, especially with vaccinations already having come forward. So with Mercury moving over that destiny placement, um, we're going to see a lot of this stuff kind of popping up. Nice. Oh my goodness. That's incredible. I'm like, that's, that's such good news. And when we talked last, uh, last month, <laughs> I forgot what I, I know, right? like, for one second, I was like, where am I? Who am I? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but last month when we were talking and you were talking about those COVID restrictions kind of lifting and lifting, I was paying attention to that. And it did happen almost every single time you talked about it, Yeah, which was so cool. And for somebody whose day job is, you know, is slinging drinks, that's very good news for my, for work. Yeah, so, absolutely. Very, very cool. Well, it's really cool to also have a platform to talk about these kinds of astrological placements. Cause I have people messaging me like, Oh my God, you predicted this was coming and it happened. Yes, um, I love that. And shout out to our friend, Maria Dominique Lopez, um, Reiki healer. She, she's on a the goddess. up and up. Yeah, she is a she goddess. She is a goddess. I love her <laughs> she, so much. She's been on the up and up letting me know what, what's been showing up in her astrology too. So it's just yes. cool to get the feedback you guys keep it coming oh yeah please we love the feedback we love it (laughs) um okay so we can also expect polarizing conversations um should i shouldn't i um in all regards so um there's also going to be a lot of the goss spilling the tea the he said the he the she said um world news of significant importance and true in gemini's fashion fragmentation the polarization yeah. continues you guys i mean oh just the last april itself that polarization was crazy but it's just gonna keep going yeah <laughs> so, it is it needs to until shit gets healed though so yeah you know. but hopefully the relaxation over masks and social distancing will bring some more um help remove some of that polarization yeah, well, we can actually see each other's faces again. I think it'll take a lot of the, um, the uncomfortability away from walking down the street or doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. And it's also just worth noting that Mercury goes retrograde from June or excuse me, from May 29th to June 22nd. So this is happening at the end of the month. So I'm just going to add Mercury goes retrograde to my notes for the later half of the conversation here. Um, but we'll talk about that more in detail once we get to the 29th of may so uh 
Just be prepared, you guys. Mercury retrograde in Gemini, the sign of the local community. The pandemic itself is a Gemini. So it's possible that we'll see things opening up and then that Mercury retrograde comes back and brings some restrictions back into our hands. So we'll talk more about that once we get um, closer to the end of the the cast here. But as we go forward, the next thing that we got to talk about is the moon conjunct Neptune in Pisces. So once again, another great day for any kind of witchy rituals. This is happening on May 6th with the um, epitome being at 2 p.m. Pacific and excuse me, Pacific standard time. So um, this is a great afternoon or evening for some kind of ritual that is dreamy, creative, um, that involves manifestation and touching other dimensions. Love that. So divination would be a good one. Divination would be beautiful for this. This might be a good one where we've talked about, uh, I believe, Tritaka on the cast before. Mm -hmm. So candle gazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Reading tarot for a friend would be wonderful. Um, Crystal gazing could be wonderful for this one as well. It's just really getting into the Pisces energy. Um, And famous Pisces moon people would be like Leonard Cohen, Joni Mitchell, Mm -hmm. Prince, Michael Jackson, uh, there's just a really long Elvis Presley. So, and my moon sign is Pisces too. So you'll see that Pisces moon energy, just really dreamy and a little over the top. Um, But it's a perfect day to kind of get into some of that, that divination ritual. Love it. Thanks Pisces moon. Thank you, Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> so as we move forward, we're looking at Venus exiting Taurus following, you know, Mercury's suit and moving into Gemini. So this will be happening on May 9th and Venus will be in Taurus all the way until June 2nd. So this is going to carry out through the rest of the month. <clears throat> and in my notes here, I just have, will be. <laughs> Sorry. Bless you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Go on, <Heather. laughs> So we'll be moving out of the Aphrodite Oranos mythology of beauty turned to chaos or chaos creating beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to just move into this more Gemini way of being, which is expressing itself through a mercurial lens. So Gemini acting like, uh, excuse me, Venus acting like Mercury. So it's extroverted. It's witty. There's an effervescence, um, but a bit unpredictable. Mm. So this Venus and Gemini may make us a little bit flaky. And it's just adding another ingredient to that batch of polarization at the masses. Um, <laughs> But this will certainly put a pep in everyone's step after a year and some change of pandemic energy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I'm thinking people love, love, uh, excuse me, whirlwind romances, love affairs, things going, burning hot and burning out. Yeah. Um, but I'm also sensing for Gemini placement specifically getting in serious relationships. Oh, really? Yeah. Gemini babies, get yourself ready because you've got destiny your- meeting you. Destiny is coming for you, Gemini. Mm-hmm. Because of that North Node energy in Gemini right now, Venus crossing over that, we're going to see Gemini's really understanding love, romance, partnership, um, and falling in love, giving themselves to somebody else. Oh, good. I have two best friends in Gemini, so it would be very, very cool to uh, 
to see both of them find their find their forever partners. Uh, let's see what's what's happening here. Um, okay. And even if it's not finding a forever partner, going on a really great date, um, having a makeover, just these ideas of beauty and social sociability and, and sensuality are coming to Gemini. Good. So, love that. in a sign that's all about the mind, we have mm-hmm. beauty coming into the mind. Beautiful. <clears throat> so, um, and I also have it in my notes here that. Yeah, like I said, this will put a pep in the step of, of everyone after the pandemic. Um, and then this is also giving us like a sensuality to the kinds of things that we're going to be getting to experience. So I think returning back to restaurants, places with fashion stores, getting dressed up, going on dates, being out in nature. Um, this is really going to lift a big veil that may have been put on us during the whole last pandemic or so yeah or so <laughs> or so yeah and it's in some change <laughs> yeah so but then on may 10th we are going to see the moon conjunct to uranus and taurus and mercury making an exact conjunction to the north node so this will be happening on may 10th and to me this is like chaos movement progress society moving forward is like whew, Overnight, things are just like there's going to be motion. Nice. So, the eight of wands comes to mind. Yes. Like a, yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect way to explain it. Um, yeah. And that polarization is just coming to the forefront once again. Mm. <laughs> so, that's a big theme of May. We just had really um, polarized points of view because it's Gemini moving through. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, the pandemic itself, it's of Gemini. Yeah. Uh, it happened in last March, but the North node that destiny placement was in Gemini. Mm-hmm. So that was her birthday. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel well. The birthday would be I can't. I, I believe it, the pandemic's also a Pisces. It would be a Pisces, yeah. But like, but with a North yeah. node in Gemini, so yeah. asking yeah. us to move away from the worldly community, embracing the local community, which and it's emotional AF because it's Pisces. <laughs> So it's really making us all look at ourselves and what do you feel and what is the meaning of your life? And here's 20 extra pounds that you didn't think you were going to gain. And also like, what is the dream for your life? That Pisces energy coming as the sun sign of the pandemic. Which totally checks out. Like almost everybody I know has changed career paths and has found their passion. What they really want to be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to see more of the, the themes of that kind of coming out on this moon conjunct Uranus in Taurus and Mercury conjunct the North node. So that's Mm -hmm. May 10th. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I know, I know. Um, but then we have a new moon entering Taurus. So this will be on May 10th and May 11th. And for our uh, novice listeners out there, the new moon means that the sun and the moon are in the same sign. They're in a conjunction. That means they're in the same part of the sky at the same time. And this is where we're finally going to see Taurus season hitting its stride, which is kind of weird because it's coming to a close like within a week and a half after that. Um, (laughs) But it's, it's that energy of Aphrodite, the Garden of Eden, or in the tarot deck, the Empress. Um, coming forward and really asking us to invite beauty into our lives. It's going to be very refreshing kind of energy. So the new moon ritual for these two nights would be about inviting that beauty in. How can we manifest the garden of Eden in our own lives? Mm 
So redecorating your home or cooking a really beautiful meal and sharing it with somebody, um, really sweet sensuality with a lover is another thing, but this is going to be a very romantic kind of new moon. And yeah, it would also be great for like a magical self-care ritual. If you wanted to go self-love, it it could be a beautiful ritual day to do um, even some glamour magic. If you wanted to like go and buy yourself a new makeup and you can, I love this trick where you, for women or for, you know, anybody who wears lipstick, you know what? I love you. Lipstick is the best. Wear it with pride. Wear it, babies. (laughs) Yes, all of the things. <laughs> Magic Hour Tea Lipstick coming at you. Oh my God, that would be so good. <laughs> when it happens, I'll be their first customer. Child's pose, um, it's purple. <laughs> it would be too. Black, <laughs> um, but I love to like take the lipstick tube and you kind of push it all the way out and you either carve like a little symbol into it or mm. a word or a rune that you connect with that like symbolizes beauty for you. And then I love to do a little enchantment over that and then, you know, use that whenever I need some like, you know some extra get up and go head witch in charge yeah it's like you're a Taurus or something it is it's like I'm a Taurus well this is like that's gonna be a day I like shut myself in my house Uh. nobody fuck with me I'm taking a bath (laughs) for two days May 10th and May 11th it's there for you baby I'm just not available (laughs) um, I love that you brought a self-love ritual in there as well so it's so good like that's that Taurus energy for me is very uh, self-caring, but also like caring for others and stuff. Yeah. I love that you talked about doing like a really beautiful meal. You could do some kitchen magic. Kitchen with that. magic. Like we talked it's, about with the tea ritual, infusing the exactly. cooking with some love. Exactly. And I have a, one of my first episodes, I think it was episode three or four, something <gasps> like that is about kitchen witching. So uh, <laughs> if you- go back and listen, folks. <laughs> If you are uh, curious, go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love. And of course, can't get past the uh, new moon in Taurus without also saying, go have a picnic, be in nature, like yeah. go outside. <laughs> yeah. Go so. do some earthing, stick your feet, bare feet or bare hands in some, in some dirt, love. some grass, love. In the water, ocean, you know, any of that. So Wherever you're at, it. it's beautiful. In the desert. <laughs> Um, beautiful. So after that new moon in Taurus passes, we have a stellium in Gemini. Oh boy. (laughs) So May 12th through May 13th, we have the moon, Venus, Mercury. So the moon is our unconscious. Venus is that sensuality and beauty. Mercury is the mind and the North node, the destiny point, the ecliptic point all in Gemini, the sign of polarization, the mind, uh, the twins, it's, it's, shows one side and is also the other side at the same time. So this stellium in Gemini is things are going to be moving swiftly. Like this will be sending us into communicating more out in our local communities. Emotions will be very forward and a bit erratic since the moon and Venus are both here with Mercury, that kind of nervous energy, but also fast energy. Um, this to me is a bit like the anticipation of you. I want to go on the roller coaster. I want to go on the roller coaster. And then you're on it and you're like, ah! yeah. <laughs> yes. you yeah. me every time. <laughs> <laughs> so this stellium energy, but it's, it's all with that North node, that ecliptic point, that destiny oriented placement. Mm-hmm. Um, May is all about like, look, all of the lessons from the pandemic are coming out. We're really being uh, faced with this uh, sense, this philosophical question of what did I learn? What have I gained over my time of not being out in the world? And oh shit, I am back out in the world. And how am I different now? Yeah, that's a really that's 
going to be good. And it's also going to come with its, its challenges too. So I just want to say, babes, please be careful. Be careful. (laughs) You know, just be smart, whatever that means for you. Um, and take good care of yourself and take good care of the people around you too. Absolutely. So the next placement that we got to talk about is probably one of the astrological placements that I've been looking forward to for years. Oh, go on. Jupiter enters Pisces. Oh my goodness. So Pisces, my sign of the Zodiac, um, Jupiter in Pisces. So Jupiter, first of all, um, well, Okay, let me talk about the dates first. So Jupiter will be entering Pisces from May 13th to July 28th. But then it's going to go retrograde from July 28th all the way back until December 29th. So it will go back into Aquarius. So we're going to get this fake out energy of like, Jupiter and Pisces here to expand everything in your spiritual dreams. And then, uh, yeah, and then it's going to, then it's going to move backwards. So, um, and we'll touch more upon like the exact definition of what that retrograding will be looking at when we get there. Um, that will be July, August cast, but when Jupiter is in Pisces, this is the planet of expansion, optimism, the meaning of life and spirituality, um, coming through a Piscean lens. So Pisces is ruled by Neptune. That's the planet of dreams, fantasies, illusion, illusions, and also spirituality. So this is one of the dreamiest aspects that comes in astrology. Yeah, Pisces placements, get yourself ready because my sun, moon, and Mercury and Pisces have been waiting a whole lifetime for this. Yes. Uh, this is where we see expansion, positivity, um, all things spiritual being shown and coming to the forefront. And in ancient astrology, Jupiter was originally Pisces' sole ruler. So it's Pisces' co-ruler. So this is, Jupiter really likes to be in Pisces. Uh, Uh, It seems like it would anyway, though. Yeah, yeah. right? Because Pisces is that universal oneness that we all have. Yeah, very like in tune energies there. Absolutely. Um, In modern astrology, Neptune and Jupiter are both recognized as Pisces' ruler, with Neptune as the the primary and and Jupiter as the secondary. So um, this is just an incredibly benefic placement. It will begin bringing spiritual matters such as things like mental health, spirituality, possibly more things like ketamine therapy, plant medicine, ayahuasca, mushrooms, etc., bringing those things into the mainstream. So we're going to get a little tasty taste starting May 13th. Um, And then it's really going to come full swing December 29th of 2021. So 2022 is really going to be an open-minded energy. Um, Yes, you've mentioned that before and I'm so excited for that. Yeah. And girl, we're going to, we're really going to party once we get to to those alignments. Thank goodness. (laughs) So 2022 will be beautiful. Um, The North Node will be moving into like uh, into Taurus. So things are going to stabilize out of Gemini and into Taurus. Yes. (laughs) So the fragmentation will come to an end, people. (laughs) Um, There is an end in sight. Well, I don't know if we can see all the way that yeah. that forward, but at least we can know that it's possible. <laughs> yes. The energies are like, would be there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Now um, we will also be seeing a unified oneness or at least a spiritual kind of optimism during this time where things are so fragmented because of the Gemini North node. Yeah. So this is a very positive aspect. That's really going to try to counteract some of that intensity that we have all been feeling for the last year and some change. 
<laughs> so Jupiter, Pisces, love it. Kiss, kiss. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, I'm not even getting creative with these transitions anymore. I like it. <laughs> kiss, kiss. Let's move on. <laughs> Okay, so the next thing that we're seeing is the moon and Mars will be in a conjunction in Cancer from May 15th to May 16th. So, baby, this is time to get pregnant. Um, It's Cancer, the sign of the mother. It's time for fertility, um, but also it's a wonderful time for sexuality, um, feistiness, our emotions, uh, that urge to merge, and deep, intentional, intentional, intense (laughs) emotional and sexual experiences. Um, Intentional, I like that. Intentional. It's intentional. intentional, it's intense, it's emotional, it's got all the things. It's got all the things. <laughs> um, but people's emotions are going to be touchy. Ooh, baby, be careful on this day. You don't want to get on the bad side of a cancer. Um, or somebody who's got water sign placements in general. It's just we're like initiating with our feelings during yeah. this time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not the most, like we saw, talked about earlier, it's not the most productive time. And then all of a sudden, this placement is going to be like, there's a fire under my butt and I got to get moving. So <laughs> the anxiety is going to come out, I think. And, and people yeah. are going to start taking some action <laughs> yes. in terms of their personal goals because it's cancer, it's emotional, it's it's about your domestic spaces and, right. uh, and your feelings. Yeah. So we can also expect family fighting this day. Sure. So just, you know, don't fight with your mama on May 15th or May 16th. Maybe just ignore the call that day and pick it up the next day. Or take the high road and say, mom, I'll send you flowers. There's some pancake mix in the fridge. I'm going to make it for you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where I'm getting this from now. (laughs) I like it. It's good. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) It's it's intuitive. I like it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You know, the pancakes might be a metaphor for the ways in which life is always turning. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. I can't believe you just pulled that out of pancakes. Yeah, like, I love me some pancakes. Okay, anyway. Excellent. <laughs> so as we go forward, we're going to have on May 17th, this is where Venus will make an exact conjunction to that North Node in Gemini. So Destiny, that North Node placement meets Aphrodite on a very personal level. And this is highly romantic. It's a powerful, powerful day for Gemini placement. So y'all Gemini's fallen in love. Like this is just another one to solidify that. And um, on a mass scale, like there's just going to be a very loving energy in the air. This is sociable, romantic, absolutely positive placement for deep romantic connections. Um, for any Gemini placements, like this is saying, hello, lover. How you doing? Come on in. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, baby? Why don't we? Why don't, because it's Gemini. It's like, why don't we have a long, stimulating intellectual conversation? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but this is just for people who have Gemini placements. This is going to be really appreciated, um, and for the society as a whole. I think we're going to have this moment where time stands still a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, the moon will be in Leo opposite of Saturn in Aquarius. So, um, this is also May 17th and May 18th. This is time to get create, excuse me. This is time to get serious about some creative projects, our commitments, our long-term goals requiring your passions. Um, and because of this placement, Leo or Aquarius placements, y'all might be experiencing some love coming in here as well. 
um, or just anyone with these fire air placements coming up. It's just a very oh. dreamy, romantic kind of moment. Nice. So this is also a good moon ritual um, for creating something or finishing something that is a work in progress. Beautiful. So the ritual itself is just like putting your head down, bust it out, get it done, post it on Instagram. Um, yeah. Like a witchy ritual while you create content. <laughs> yeah, There you go. But yeah. this could be like channeling the energy, mm-hmm. almost like automatic writing. This would be a yeah. good exercise to do on this day. Intuitive songwriting, like our friend Steph Plant does. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. She is amazing. What she does, yeah. for anyone who doesn't know her, she'll go on Facebook Live and she will intuitively write songs for people um, yeah. without looking at who's in the comments. And she'll just start playing some chords and singing. And it flows very beautifully. So mm-hmm. um, an intuitive songwriting session would be good for this placement. This is also a great day to do some automatic writing intuitive painting too i mean you could set up a canvas and light some candles and go nuts put on some music and just like some tori amos oh baby don't even (laughs) take me there right now i don't know if i can handle it i know (laughs) Uh, love me some tori me too she's got a Mm. song called um in the springtime of his voodoo Mm-hmm. so that song. that song is very venusian it's it's much mm-hmm. about the spring energy so this would be a very good uh song for that month of may that we're looking at here so the whole boys for pele record it's more scorpio energy because it's all about like yeah. intense love and stuff but that song yeah. is all about the sexuality and, and yes and the Venus of it all. Yes. Yes, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we move forward, we're looking at the moon in Virgo opposite Jupiter in Pisces. So this is May 19th. And I might have said this quote before, but it just is coming up for me again. Um, somewhere in the obscure corners of the world, the real and the ideal have consecrated a secret marriage. Mm-hmm. You so, have said that, but I love it. So it's that energy of Virgo because it's the uh, the real and Pisces, which is the ideal, um, this is a beautiful day for bringing dreams into reality. Amazing. How do we take those details of the day-to-day life and bring it back? So mm-hmm. the Richie ritual for this day is surrounding meditation, tarot reading, intuition, um, and then really taking an idea that's been in your mind and, and um, how do you say, externalize it. Yeah, making, making it tactile. Yeah. So I think that this is just, uh, this isn't like a crazy energy on this day because the, the moon will be, excuse me, Jupiter will be at zero degrees Pisces. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, there's a cuspy thing happening here. Um, Mm -hmm. but I say take advantage of it if it is calling to you. Yeah. So the next thing that we are looking at crystal is that the sun will be entering Gemini and exiting Taurus on May 20th. Mm -hmm. Gemini season is upon us, baby. Ooh, baby. <laughs> so in the tarot, I don't think a lot of people know this, but Gemini is ruled by the card, the lovers. Yes, I did know that. So yeah. the lovers is about self-revelation. Um, it's the opposite of the devil card because the devil represents our shadows. It's the part of ourselves that we don't want to look at. Whereas mm-hmm. the lovers being ruled by Gemini, it's the self fragmented into extremes, shades of black mm-hmm. and shades of white. So it's about rectifying these two opposing parts of ourselves and learning how to set boundaries with ourselves, loving ourselves, taking these two coexisting parts and accepting both sides to be true at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's very much, it's very oxymoronic, 
Yeah. But this is very true for Gemini placements and the Gemini experience. Well, it's all about duality. I think that's something that life is very oxymoronic. (laughs) It's very like push and pull the duality of, of all of that. And I think it just gets highlighted a little differently in Gemini season and it's more an awareness where you're like, Oh, okay. I got to keep all of this together here. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So it's just kind of what we're seeing coming up there. The positives are that Gemini season is sociable. It's all about that local community. It's Mm -hmm. funny and it's witty. Mm -hmm. The negatives, we can't say it enough. Fragmentation, fragmentation, fragmentation. Fragmentation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It can also be flaky. It can Mm -hmm. be uh, a little spinning out of control at times because Mm -hmm. it's Mercury kind of energy. Gemini's ruler. Mm -hmm. It's fast. It's movement. It's communicating things going at the speed of light. Yeah. Um, But Gemini season, I believe it's going until June 20th of next month. So we can expect this to, to carry us through the rest of May starting on that date. Mm -hmm. Um, now the following thing that we're going to have is the moon in Virgo opposite Neptune in Pisces. So once again, the constant, you know, the, the ideal and the real got their secret marriage going on. Um, and this is where we're continuing where that Jupiter moon opposition left off. So the recommended activities for this day, I'm going to say the Richie rituals are regarding astral projection, Mm. communicating with spirit guides or safely, Doing a seance. Ooh. I so love that. this yeah, is safely. Cannot stress that uh-huh. enough. So <laughs> yeah. Crystal, we need to have a, a, a cast where we teach people how to do a safe seance. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> like make sure you know what to look out for. Don't just invite any old fucking thing into your house that is not safe. It's um, not smart. I mean, it's like leaving your front door unlocked yeah. at night. Mm-hmm. Uh when it's not there's a game. no. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. like for all y'all out there who have Ouija boards and are playing with them, that is not a game. I did Ouija this past weekend. And you know how to do it. Yes, I. you have to pray beforehand. You have to set your yeah. intentions. When you're done with it, You there's a very specific way to turn the energy of it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of a good alignment to, to do that seance, the Ouija board, connecting with spirit guides, ancestors, doing some astral projection. This is where we're getting into really third eye, richy ritual kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So, and it's just absolutely a dreamy placement. It's really fabulous. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'm maybe a little partial because I am a Pisces and I like that Virgo moon energy. Um, I love that though. Yeah. Because it's a nice compliment. It's almost the yin and yang, like, yes, you know, kind of bringing two beautiful things together. I agree. So the next thing that we're seeing on our, our cast guide here is there will be a grand trine. Uh, and what that means is we will have planets in each of the air signs and they will be communicating Ooh. with each other in a very benevolent placement. Oh, good. So Venus will be an air sign Gemini. Saturn will be an air sign Aquarius and the moon will be an air sign Libra. Ooh. So this date specifically, I mean, Gemini's with all of their love affairs or Gemini placements. This is a great day for commitments, new relationships or deepening bonds or old relationships for the air signs or air placements in general. Uh, so Gemini's all of that love and hard work that you have been doing will be solidifying on this date. Uh, Sagittarius is <sighs> better luck next time. <laughs> you know, it's well, not necessarily. And it's, this is also going to kind of launch Sagittarius to move outside of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and this can ha- actually have really impressive results for that kind of placement too. Mm-hmm. So um, we talk a lot about the North node being in Gemini. Mm-hmm. 
but the yeah. south node is in Sagittarius. So this is the mm. opposite point of the north, obviously, north and south. Right. A south node in Sagittarius means that things that are being released at this moment in time are Sagittarius things. So mm. that's integration, international mm-hmm. travel, world cultures on a grand scale, um, philosophical debates. I mean, it's all about logic and empirical reasoning. And he said, she said, yeah. you know, all of that. Where Sagittarius is more optimistic, Gemini can be a little bit realist or pessimistic. Mm, yeah. So we're kind of releasing that that energy on the grand scale. And this is going, like I said, all the way until February of 2022. Oh, my God. okay. When the North Node moves out of Gemini and into Taurus. Yes. So We all know. There's a little, there's a little more left to deal with. So we'll have to just get keep, through it. Keep trucking along, babies. Keep trucking, <laughs> babies. It's going to be okay. <laughs> um, so the next placement that I have, I literally wrote in my notes, yikes. <laughs> So, um, May 23rd, carrying us out through the end of the month, we have Mars in Cancer, opposite Pluto in Capricorn. So Mars and Pluto opposite each other. This is dynamite. This is, this, uh, it's very explosive. Emotions are tumultuous. Tempers are unhinged. People are going to be a little wild. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that Mercury retrograde has something to do with this. I'm sure. Yeah. But the, the, it's just some of that tension is going to be in the air. So this is where we see um, May starting to get a little a little crazy on us. Okay. <laughs> um, and this is when we have Mars in, in uh, excuse me, Mars opposite Pluto. This is normally a time where things are incendiary or very flammable. But it's Mars in ca- Cancer, so it's more like a violent wave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's... Uh, I don't know if tsunami would be too violent, but it's really like a flood. We're going to see flood energy, emotions everywhere, and you kind of can't get away from it. Okay. That's very good to know ahead of time. Yeah. So just recognize May 23rd through the end of June. um, We do see this energy coming up so we can kind of tread lightly. Okay. Take a, take a, what is that called? Take a floaty with you. (laughs) Take a flotation device. Yes, please. (laughs) You know, I can swim. I got Mars and Cancer in my birth chart. Yeah. I'm a Pisces. But for y'all who don't love emotions, take yeah. a flotation device. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is an important time to make sure that we are mindful of our tempers, mm-hmm. um, that society is mindful of how it wants to punish or cancel culture, uh, the, these sorts of things. This is a placement where we're going to see, like, boom, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. So Oof. just pay attention, my sweet babes. Yes. Bring your flotation device. Keep <laughs> your life vest on. <laughs> so ride that wave. Just ride the <laughs> wave. <laughs> um, and then it just kind of continues because then on May 24th, the moon is in Scorpio opposite Uranus in Taurus. Oh, my so God. <laughs> May 24th, May 25th. My notes here, anxiety, unrest, tension, instability, emotional upheavals. Um, we're going to really see that all of this happening at the same time. This is a big time. So pay attention. Um, but also I'm not a doom and gloom astrologer. Right. I really like to believe that there are things that can be benefits of all placements. So, Mm -hmm. um, the benefits of this one will be like liberation, letting off some steam, unpredictability and spontaneity, especially Mm -hmm. with good friends or old friends. Oh, good. So this might be a good time to connect, but 
Taurus and Scorpio placements, this is one that we want you guys to look out for. Mm. Uh, just because it's a little, it's a, it's Uranus on the moon, so it's whoa, it's it's yeah. shaking us up. <laughs> like take Ooh, chaos, chaos energy for sure. Yeah, take that yeah. the proverbial. I think we said this before. The proverbial Mentos in the Diet Coke container. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it could be really cool or it could be chaos. <laughs> yeah, you could blow yeah. your damn face off. It's really it's it's uh, it's a crapshoot. <laughs> yeah, so. Fun for us, it just keeps going because then we've got a full moon with the sun in Gemini and the moon in Sagittarius on May 25th and May 26th. So, oh my god, I know it's like boom, 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 these things are just happening all in a row. So, the astrology for the the deep end of May is a little crazy. Um, but this full moon will be adventurous, spontaneous, a little unpredictable, and it's where we take <laughs> that logical, local community of Gemini, and it's meeting yeah. the philosophical, worldly community of Sagittarius. So the north and south node will be over these, the, you know, the sun and the moon at this point. So we're meant to embrace yeah. the ego and deny the unconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's big picture, worldly, pandemic-y stuff happening at this time, and it's just... Boom. That full moon. (laughs) The witchy ritual that you can do on this day are talking about boundaries, Mm -hmm. um, observing the big picture versus what's personal. As above, so below. That's kind of what goes with this full moon. Mm, beautiful. So I like that a lot though. Yeah. And and this is one where we can talk about um really setting an intention in your personal life for what Mm -hmm. you want to manifest through the collective. Or doing the opposite of looking at the collective and seeing how you want to improve something that you notice that's wrong with the world at large, right. what you want to improve within yourself. Mm, so, that's a big, deep moment. yeah. So, because it's Gemini and Sagittarius, there's a very philosophical, um, liter- literary connotation that comes up here. So, this is a good day for writing. I was going to say, this, this seems like a good day for even maybe some shadow journaling or something. A hundred percent even figure out what your boundaries are. If you don't know yet, you know, that's like, that just came into my head of like a day where you can do some, just some, some philosophical deep diving into your own psyche. I think shit out (laughs) a hundred percent. Cause the sun in Gemini, we're talking about the lover's archetype from the tarot. Um, This is the energy of self revelation. We're looking at ourselves and all the multifaceted parts of ourselves. A yeah. Gemini part of ourselves. Um, whereas Sagittarius is about temperance. It's literally the man and the horse integrated into one. And the temperance card in the tarot, it's warm water and cool water being poured into each other to create warm water. Mm. So another name for temperance is time. Mm-hmm. It takes time in order to integrate. So the shadow journaling could not be a more appropriate uh, placement for the full moon Sun and Gemini, Moon and Sagittarius on the 25th and the 26th. Mm-hmm. We all got to do that shadow work. And uh, integration is important. That's right, baby. It, yeah. It's If we ignore our integration work, if we ignore our shadow, it's just, as Freud said, the longer you resist, the more it's going to persist. And it will come out in weird and unusual ways. Trust me. I know this as a fact. That is <laughs> the truest thing ever. Like that shadow comes out whether you wanted to or not. And really at the most unfortunate times. Mm-hmm. So just deal with it, you know, take it upon yourself to be brave and deal with your shit. Uh, I am the PSA for this. 
I feel you, girl. Do what I say, not as I do. <laughs> I feel you, girl. We got to have that courage energy because Gemini, yeah. I mean, Gemini being an air sign, the air signs in the tarot are ruled by the ace of swords. Mm-hmm. So this is about moving out of the mind and actually into the heart, the heart chakra, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. courageous. Mm-hmm. So for our air sign placements, for everyone in general, it's about claiming that ace of swords, picking up and holding your courage in your hand and knowing I have the power to withstand whatever comes my way. Mm-hmm. So this is a good thing to remember as we're talking about that full moon. Yeah, absolutely. And, and if you're going to do shadow work, it's a great thing to remember. Amen. Have courage to look at the unseen. Yes. So it's there no matter what you think. <laughs> everywhere you go, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so then we have on May 27th, the moon is in Sagittarius opposite Venus and Mercury in Gemini. So it's just mm. continuing off of these themes of the full moon. It's just mm-hmm. like more of the same um, yeah. whirlwind romance energy, things igniting quickly, things going out quickly. Um, and this is a time for movement, changes, initiations, and maybe a road trip. Ooh. Maybe going, uh, the, the witchy ritual here is like go somewhere. Go be out somewhere else that's not just your local community. Like, stretch yourself a little bit. I love that. So, and that's pretty much all I have in my notes for that little portion. Um, But then we got to talk about Mercury going retrograde. (laughs) (laughs) Retrograde in Gemini, where we have the North Node. So, my babies. (laughs) let's just get really really clear about something here this is where we are going to be reviewing all of the themes of Mm -hmm. the last of the pandemic really Mm -hmm. this is where we're looking at okay why have we been put here what are we doing here how are we going backwards from the progress that we think we've made are we going back into lockdown are we reintroducing things like It's just a time for us to understand that what we have had planned is not going to be what we think is going to happen. Mm. So be prepared to take some steps backward as a society. And people are going to be, uh, there's going to be a little bit of sass coming out in opposition to this because we want progress. Mm -hmm. We want change. And that Mercury retrograde is going to really bring some things that are hidden or not seen by the collective Um, by our local communities, by the societies, all of that fragmentation. We're going to see very polarizing things happening. We're going to see people's um, fragmentations of family, friends, um, and looking at this idea of why have we come this far and how are we going to move forward? Mm -hmm. So the positive aspects of this placement are if you didn't learn something over the last pandemic or so, it's coming up for you to look at. Yeah. And this gives us the opportunity. Okay. So maybe I was too fragmenting and I got to make amends. I have to, I have to um, reconnect Mm -hmm. because that whole aspect of Gemini is not just about fragmentation. It's about uh, maybe in a stereotypical sense, it's one minute they're there and they're cutting you off. The next minute they're completely present again. Yeah. So it's in this big picture way, it's we're returning back to communications, back to relationships, back to things that we have cut ourselves off of or fragmented ourselves from. 
Well, and those, those moments in life, even though they can be tough or challenging or uncomfortable, are extremely important because that's when you learn the most and actually get the most clarity. It comes out of those more tumultuous situations because it makes you look at things differently. And either, you know, you look at yourself and you think, oh, man, that's not quite what I wanted to do. Let me see how I can shift things now. Yeah. Or, hey, you know, this isn't okay with me and I'm not putting up with this anymore and shift them that way. Like yeah. there's 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 beauty to be found in the breakdowns. Absolutely. Brene Brown always says that a breakdown oh. can also be called a spiritual awakening. <laughs> yes, that's so true. So um, but I we can also Brene, if you're out there Brene. listening, we love you. My God, if Brene Brown listened to this podcast, um, my she, life would be complete. <laughs> we're we're gonna petition for Brene to come on the right? podcast. She and I are currently oh God, on a first name basis. <laughs> I know, right? We're just calling her Brene. <laughs> Bray Bray. If you out no there, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> um, no, but something else that comes up with Gemini energy is learning boundaries. Mm-hmm. learning how to draw the line. Um, so the, the advice for me is if you can walk uh, the fragmentation line without completely cutting off people and actually just learning to use your throat chakra and speaking up for yourself in a way that is um, firm, but loving, that's the highest medicine that this mercury retrograde is going to teach us. Boundaries, boundaries. Say it again for me, baby. Boundaries. Ah, bring in the Baptist angels. <laughs> Just the choir comes in. Yeah. Um, but again, that Mercury will be going retrograde from May 29th to June 22nd. So bars, if you're trying to open up during this time period, uh, good luck. Oh, man. So uh, let's move on. Yeah. Kiss, kiss to this, too. It's good for me to know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Between that May 29th to June 22nd time. So moon in Capricorn conjunct Pluto in Capricorn on May 29th. Oof. What's happening May 29th? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is where we're wrapping up May with a very intense energy. So if we're defining Capricorn, um, this is the devil card in the tarot. This is about the shadow. And the shadow coming to the foreground, it's being forced to be looked at. It's being forced to ask us like, what the heck is going on on a societal level, on a personal level? We being woken up (laughs) (laughs) y'all. So the Richie ritual for this day is doing your shadow work and mirror work, acknowledging your inner darkness, looking at yourself fully nude in the mirror and acknowledging, yes, there are parts about yourself that you are denying. And it's not that hard to do this ritual. I mean, it's hard maybe in theory, but it's simple. Yeah. You, you, it's hard to, to be comfortable doing a ritual like that. Yeah. I mean, it really does take some uh, some commitment and some bravery. Yeah. and But the steps are simple. <laughs> exactly. But it's taking all of your clothes yeah. off and standing completely naked in front of a mirror. And looking at your body and looking yourself in the eye, looking at the, the you behind the you mm-hmm. and just saying, I accept you. So this is an intense one. And this is that that's the interpersonal aspect. The societal aspect is ooh, it's happening with that Mercury retrograde, too. This is a strong placement. Yeah, it's so. going to be a 
quite a deep shadow work day. I mean, both of those things happen on the 29th too. So I'm just like, whoa, okay. I hear you. So hey, shadow self-care day. Just again, shut me in my house. I'll be over here doing that. <laughs> I hear you girl. <laughs> yeah. So this is a good day for a bubble bath. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. A bubble bath and then some shadow work. Yeah, or maybe shadow work and then some bubble bath to rinse off whatever you're going mm. through and just cleanse we'll yourself. That. Ooh, so, good one. Like yes, that. light some candles and be in the shadows mm-hmm. and be with your shadow and accept the shadow. Get the witchiness out, girl. Yes. Oh, my God. You can even do some shadow puppetry. <gasps> the Baptist <laughs> angels have returned. They've got, they came back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, so Mars in Cancer will be trining Neptune in Pisces exactly on May 31st. Mm. And this is going to begin the softening to the blow that April and May had in store for us. Okay. So there is a dreaminess. It's sexual. It's romantic. But also that laziness is going to come back up. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is a good time for a vacation or to relax, even amidst all of that Mercury retrograde, all that Pluto and Capricorn stuff. Um, yeah, well, you this might is, need to vacay. <laughs> yeah, you might need to get away to blow off some steam. Um, yeah, but it might also be good for working on passion projects under this mm-hmm. these circumstances as well. It's not really a good day to get a lot done, but if it's something that you're really emotionally invested in, I say go for it. Sounds like a really good day for artwork or even something intuitive or again, like getting away and maybe doing like a retreat or, I mean, I don't even know if they're running retreats right now, but you could do your own little retreat. You know retreat, what? Right? Throw on a Bob Ross tutorial. Get that paintbrush yes! out and go for it. I love Bob Ross. Oh, he's he's so lovely. I'm like, he just, I don't know. He's one of those, those humans. And I'm like, you're just a good soul. Yes. <laughs> um, Bob Ross, if you're listening from, <laughs> is he still alive? Oh my god, I have no idea. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Can Let's I just say yes? Can I, can I look it up? <laughs> yeah, look it up. Yeah. Bob Ross is a Scorpio. That's amazing. <laughs> he passed away um, on July 4th. He was 52 years Ooh. old. So Aww. I think this was sometime in the 90s. But anyway, Bob Ross, if you're here from the other side, please. Thank you for what you did. Thank you for your contribution to humanity. And please visit us on uh, <laughs> what day was that? Do a Bob yeah, Ross ritual on May 31st. May 31st. Um, and then also we're going to end the month the same way that we started with uh, the moon and Saturn in a conjunction in Aquarius, and then the moon and Jupiter in a conjunction in Aquarius. So like we talked about discipline, commitment, wisdom, the benevolence, the wonderful time to manifest that wheel of fortune energy. So what's well, so interesting that it comes in kind of right after the Mercury retrograde. Cause oh. it's like, do you know what I mean? Because it not right, comes in right between it, but you have that the May 29th as those two really, really big placements happening with retrograde and with that uh, the, the square. Is that right? Oh, that's the conjunction between Pluto and conjunction. Capricorn and, oh, yes. uh, and the okay. moon and Capricorn. Yes. So the conjunction of like those things that are very polarized and are kind of making you look at your shadow work and looking, making you look at maybe things that you don't want to look at. And then you have like this kind of almost teacher energy coming in to be like, okay, what'd you learn from that? Yeah. I like that. And this is also the uh, Saturn and Jupiter together have that very benevolent energy of like the King. Yeah. 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 So the King is here to tell us all is not lost. Yeah. Like we're going to be kind of walking, feeling like we're walking backwards with that Mercury retrograde. And yet there's still um, glimmers, rays of light. 
Mm-hmm. So there's always rays of light. When I'm on this cast, girl, you know it doesn't stop. You know. Oh. <laughs> They're the angels again. They're back. Uh, welcome back, these Baptist, babies. These Baptist angels right on cue every time. I wish I could do like a really good Baptist angel impression. So we'll have to work on that. Together. If there's any way to like get a sound bite, just insert here. I know, right? Oh my god, I'm gonna do that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Just get Christina Aguilera up in here. Yeah, just no big deal. I'll text. <laughs> but also, like that might um, be against copyright. So, right, we'll that just, would be. We'll find some Baptist angels somewhere. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow, bring in the dancing lobsters. Exactly. <laughs> um, but that is our astrological forecast for the month of May. And while it sounds a little cray cray, we can't stop the way that the wheel turns or that the planets mm-hmm. move. So, mm-hmm. as per usual, um, surrender. Yeah. Notice that the astrology of the moment is passing, it is not forever. Uh, if someone is born under some of these alignments, they will face some of them for life. But for most of us, this is just something that's transiting and will come and pass. Mm-hmm. so please do not be discouraged by the month of may love yourself through all of it and crystal kennedy's got your back keep tuning into the witch podcast the witch podcast will be here for all of your magical needs uh, <laughs> insert baptist yeah, angel it, i know insert baptist angel here uh, <laughs> but yeah the i mean it seems like even even though may has some tougher placements and we were dealing with some more polarized energies and some shadow work coming up these this all for our best interest and it's if you pay attention to it and if you you know check yourself out and do some of the inner work you could actually learn a hell of a lot and it could be really something that propels you forward instead of holds you back so well there's always a silver lining if you can if you can see it and like we talked about that Gemini energy that's so prominent. We're in Gemini season full swing uh, for May once we hit so many of these transits. Uh, Gemini is the lover's card in the tarot and the highest medicine of this card. It's not about being in love with somebody else. It's about Mm self-love. It's about rectifying the the fragmented parts of ourselves and trying to Mm -hmm. find the coexistence of them. Yeah. And isn't that all what we're trying to do? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. That duality. She's real. (sighs) She's fierce. She's here to stay. <laughs> she ain't leaving. She's not going. <laughs> well, all right, babes. Well, thank you so much for tuning in with us and tune in next month for the uh, June 2021 forecast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, witches. That's it for the astrological forecast for the month of May. I hope you found some insight, inspiration, and some tools to help you navigate the astrological influences happening this month with all of that Gemini energy, baby. Woo! She's going to be beautiful and tricky, so keep a weather eye on the horizon. (laughs) To connect and book your own personal reading with Danny, head on over to the show notes where you can find links to all of his social media and his website. You can book your own birth chart reading, tarot reading, and so much more. He's so magical and so good at what he does. So if you're looking for an amazing reading, I couldn't recommend him more. You can find links to connect with me in the show notes as well, including my social media and my website. So come check me out, follow me and see all of the witchy stuff that I'm up to. Also, don't forget to rate the show five stars and leave a review. It's so helpful to keep the show growing and to continue bringing as much magic as I can to you. 
As always, I'd love to give a very special witchy shout-out to Brie Banuelos and Jason Andrews for the kick-ass intro and outro music for this podcast. You both are insanely talented, and I'm so grateful to be able to use a little piece of your brilliance. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, ciao witches.